재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Do you like hip hop? Of course What do you like about it? Tell the story I love the art of hip hop Give me, give me, give me, give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby Give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby Fuck the beat Give me some of that hip hop, Kelly. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? Good. Yeah. Everyone joining us in the studio for Let's Hip Hop is the author of Hip Hop Ha, that Miss yes. Kelly's song. Hello. Don't you feel cool that you're an author? I don't <laughs> say that. It's kind of surreal. <laughs> <laughs> Professor and author, everyone. Uh, she um, is here to lecture us today mm. on more artists. And every week, I mean, we learn so much and, yeah. and uh, we get closer to these really really talented artists and i love that about this segment but we also love picking kelly's brain yes we do <laughs> so today we're asking a question yes because it is thanksgiving week oh, i yeah. i don't know if you know a lot of people forget i forgot about yeah, it thursday is thanksgiving mm-hmm. day in america yeah so we want to know who's someone in your life that deserves a thank you and why Oh, I've been thinking about this question when I got it mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously friends and family, but yes. I also have been thinking about this question just in life in general. And Ooh. I think um, we're getting deep here. Right now. <laughs> Every day I ride the bus oh. and I want to really just thank oh, the bus drivers because, you know, they make Seoul City or any other part of, you know, Korea yes. just run so smoothly. Well Seriously. said. Right. Everybody who hey. is a part of the public transportation, I think they all deserve a thank you. We don't say hi enough. Right. We don't say thank you enough. Right. I think public workers in general just, yeah. they don't get paid enough and yet they, they work harder than some, a lot of people that I know. Well, you can pay it for. Do you always say hi to your bus? I do. Okay, good. Yeah. We do that too. And you have the most contagious smile, oh. so I feel like for them, they see you, you will brighten up their day. So, you know, a, a hello and a goodbye right. as you get on and off the bus. I always actually, do. you think that it's nothing, but for the bus drivers who are sitting there all day long, right. it's really quite wonderful. Even if they don't answer you because they don't know how, inside, they're, they're going, like, oh, that <laughs> was do very it. nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a nod. Yeah, yeah, and they feel appreciated, yeah. right? So thank you. Well, we appreciate you, Miss Kelly, for being <laughs> here today for Let's Hip Hop. And today is a little bit different. It is. Mm. It is. So every day, every week, uh, we've been sort of breaking down artist by artist and looking at different labels that are important in Korean hip hop history. Right. But, you know, I always get the question, you know, how do I get more of Korean hip hop? So mm. not only the music or the concerts, but really where can I see more of hip-hop and I think an important uh, and very very fun um, thing that we can find on YouTube or any sort of internet site is a series called Mike Swagger. I love that. Yeah. Mike Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> and these are just really short video clips that uh, are similar to the freestyle booth sessions that were held on uh, BET's Rap City. If mm, you way remember. back when. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's a host MC and an, a guest artist comes each week and they just freestyle a verse or they, they, uh, they rap something that they have written previously. Right. And this was, the series was created and offered by the members of a crew called Freestyle Town and they first started uploading these on YouTube from 2009 and 2010 and at this time, Sul Jay served as the host MC. Sul Jay. Sul Jay. And we'll do a little breakdown of Sul Jay in, in, 
in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, season one ran for 23 episodes. <gasps> and yeah, it was quite long. It's long. And there were, you know, more than two dozen uh, artists that came on to Mike Swagger season one, including Vosco, Basic, Ooh. Dead P, D Flow, wow. Huck P. Big names. Yeah, Mino Swings, The Quiet. We even had Dumbfounded from Los Angeles. He wow. was on it. Um, Palo Alto, Zico, uh, and Pak Young of Block B. And just It was the more. who's who of hip hop. Right. Whether Seriously. you're mainstream or not. Or not. Or underground. Right. Um, you literally had just everyone come on this show. Mm-hmm. And it was really successful and very popular that, you know, fans were demanding for like a second season to start. And a second season finally started August of this year. And what's interesting is the season, the second season is now being produced by Ten- Tenar Badi, which is run by a di- the digital music department at CJ Entertainment and Music. Which mm-hmm. is a huge right. entertainment. Yeah. Huge. I mean, they got money. Yes. <laughs> so um, if you see the second uh, season episodes you will see now that they are offering subtitles <laughs> so you can really get into the lyrics for those mm-hmm. you know uh, who don't know Korean language you know this is a chance for you to really you know get to know get to know a little more about the artists and really go in depth right. into their lyrics and uh, every Wednesday they upload a new episode onto their YouTube channel wow. and um, so far 16 episodes have come up um, and there's actually female right. MCs yes. this time around yeah, I love so that cool. right. they have um, uh, female MCs like Timey and Kibby who was uh, on it and they also have you know Swings has come back uh, on season 2 and mm-hmm. just very up and coming new artists and popular artists who were um, on Show Me The Money as well right. well now that we kind of have a background of mm-hmm. what this uh, Mike swagger, swagger is all about let's take a song <laughs> break and then we'll yes. come back and can you break down the actual host yes. of the show yes. Soul James uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> so the first song we're playing is by Sul J and the song is called Chingunen Kumanhe featuring Sti. Kind of a brighter right. kind of a feel. He's a got a higher dubby. tone. Yeah. I likey, likey. <laughs> Break him down for us, please. Yes. So um, I'll be breaking down Sulji, who mm-hmm. is the host MC for season one of Mike Swagger. Um, it's interesting that both MCs, the host MCs for season one and season two, were all born in 1984. So Ooh. yeah, it's interesting to see how these uh, two artists, uh, their trajectories play mm-hmm. out. Uh, Sulji was born in Kojedo Okpo, <gasps> which is it's pretty far it's south. Far, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Far. And, you know, he's lived in cities like Changwon, Basan, and Busan. So he really considers himself just a Gyeongsangdo right. guy. Right, Gyeongsang province. <laughs> right. yep. And um, he remembers in 1992 listening to Sateji and the boys Nan Arayo mm. and just being shocked by the rhythm that the the rap carried. Right. And um, he started listening to a lot of hip-hop in high school uh, with his high school friends. Uh, they would exchange CDs and cassette tapes. <sighs> yeah, and those were the days. Right? <laughs> and just listening to Dr. Dre, Eminem, Tupac, Nas, mm-hmm. and Biggie. And he really said it was lucky for him because it was still a time when there weren't a lot of hip-hop fans or listeners, mm. especially in the Gyeongsang province where right. imported CDs and cassette tapes were harder to find than 
in when compared to Seoul. Right. Which or was Gwangmyeong. Still, right. <laughs> right. Or Gwangmyeong. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, he continues his love for hip hop uh, to college. And um, in 2005, he actually participates in the Miller Freestyle Competition, which Ooh. was a national competition for Back freestylers. Mm-hmm. And he wins. Wow. And, um, yeah, he gets to travel to Chicago, Miami, Milwaukee, wow. and New York as but part of his prize. Treat. Right. Oh. And there it, he... Wait, one year? In what year? Uh, 2005. 2005. Yeah. Okay. So he was about 20. Yeah, in college. Early, oh, early wow. in college. Okay. And he, it was the first time going to the States, and he remembers meeting DJ Premier at a, at a party that they took him to. And he got a, an autograph from <laughs> DJ Premier that said, Suljay, straight up. And Aww. he still has that sort of like hanging in his room. And That's so cool. The, the stepping stone for him and starting his career. Mm-hmm. And this uh, winning the the freestyle competition really took off for him and uh, he got signed with the label Hallyangsa which is still ar- around today mm-hmm. and he also at this time starts Freestyle Town which mm-hmm. is you know uh, the creator of uh, Mike Swagger series with um, the artist Ultima and they wanted to share the art and culture of freestyle around Korea and that's why they started this crew and one of their activities that they did was they would go all over Korea to right. cities uh, not only Seoul Daejeon, Daegu, Busan, Ulsan, Gwangju, Incheon, Chungcheon. <laughs> All around. The list World just tour. goes on. And what they would do in the cities is that they would hold freestyle seminars mm-hmm. and um, battles. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, um, what's interesting is that rappers would join them in each city. So Jae Tong would join in Busan, Ugly Duck from AOMG would mm-hmm. join in Gwangju, um, Rhyme Attack in Incheon. So all these local artists coming come together, together. Mm-hmm. for this um, event. And so what started in the December of 2005 is still very much alive and happening today. They hold uh, what's called Freestyle Day mm-hmm. each year right. uh, where all the freestylers come together. I wow. think freestyling is like one of the most hardest oh, part yeah. of the art. Yeah, it, it's truly an art. Yeah, it uh, it's truly an art, and a lot of these artists who are are joining and, and a part of these freestyle competitions mm-hmm. are so talented, right. and I think that's why they're still all really strong in the yeah. industry today. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about uh, some of these artists when we come back in the fourth and final segment. But we've got another song from Suljay. Mm. So this is Suljay's song "Kajile," and it features the vocal Forty, Ultima, and Chosungbom. All right, check it out. My name is Forty. 사실 별거 없지. 샴페인을 비울 때쯤에 내게 와서 입맞추니까. Welcome back to the fourth and final segment. We are continuing on with Let's Hip Hop with our girl Kelly Song. And you are still breaking down a very cool artist who started (laughs) something that's, I think, very revolutionary if you think about it. Because it's still going on. It is. Right. And so the second artist that I want to break down for us is Huckleberry P. And he is the current um, host for Mike Swagger. So Huck P, uh, also like Suljay, was born in 84. Uh, Huck P was born into a very devout Christian family and Mm. this is something that really influences not only his life but his music as well so his father is a reverend and when he was born they said they had to choose between the mother (gasps) and the baby so 
His mom, out of faith and determination, decided to have Huck pee. And because it was sort of a miracle that he was, you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Created it all. Right. So the mom's safe and Huckleberry pees safely born as well. So he was always sort of told that he should serve God. And um, growing up, I think that for him, that was the obvious choice. He grew up in the church and his faith becomes a large part of his music. Mm -hmm. And like Suljay, he was also a big fan of Sateji and the boys, but also he was very much lyrically influenced by Panic, uh, Yun Jongshin, and Toy. Oh, interesting. It's very different. It's very different from sort of the hip hop uh, that we know today. Now, how does Huckleberry Finn and oh, I'm sorry, Huckleberry Finn, Mark Twain, yeah, Huckleberry P and Sul J connect though, like. They've known each other. Uh, it they connect because uh, Huckleberry P was on the first season of Mike Swagger, and they and, met there. And that episode that he was on, that was the most viewed, and that it's still the most wow. viewed uh, oh. episode because obviously because of his talent as a freestyle right. rapper, and because he was so popular there, the fans wanted him as and that's, kept and that's how they you know passed on the baton. Oh, so okay, to speak. now I get Smart it. All right, mm-hmm. so his he's musically influenced by his faith yes and also like the lyrics of Yun Jongshin mm-hmm. Toy and um, in seventh grade he meets his sort of lifetime friend who he is still best friends with and he starts listening to the music that his friend was listening to and that was hip hop uh-huh. yeah <laughs> it's always from someone. someone right yeah you got introduced to it but for whatever you reason you may not necessarily like it at first right. but the fact that he got hooked Yes, right. yeah, that's exactly what he said. Mm. You know, he started listening to hip hop because his friend was into it. And he wanted to, you know, connect with his friend. Right. And by ninth grade, which was 1999, he had completely fallen in love with <laughs> hip hop. And it was sort of the first time he told his father that he wanted to, you know, do music. Right. And he said he got the support really quickly because he was able to show his passion through sort of the lyrics he was writing. Mm-hmm. And so between school and he was also part of uh, PC community activities that we've always talked about. And the army, he starts collaborating with artists here and there. But it, is, it isn't till 2009 when he really breaks out into the underground scene. And this is an important year for him because he was featured in the song Speed Racer by Outsider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that song was really popular and it featured a lot of Korean underground right. hip-hop artists. And this was also a time when he was part of Mike Swagger, right. uh, the the episode five that's what it's called <laughs> episode, episode five, five. Uh-huh. and it's also a time he released um, his Pinodyne EP so he's part oh. of a duo uh, called Pinodyne with Soulfish right. and out so this from this 2009 he really is an active member of the scene and um, in 2010 he signs with Highlight Records oh, wow. who we talked about yes. uh, last mm-hmm. week um, and Paulo also signs him on after he hears Pinodyne's uh, full length album Smart called Pinovation mm-hmm. uh, definitely sounds like it was kind of his time to, to ride right. that fame uh, ele- train roller coaster <laughs> train yeah. The, what do you, yeah the ride and it was when he was finally getting his his self out there right, right. um let's take a music break let's listen to a song and this one is from huckleberry p yes and it's a single that he released last year and it's called everest all right take a listen we'll talk more about huckleberry p 그곳은 꿈꾸는 모두를 집어삼키는 무덤 하루에도 몇 구씩 발견되는 싸늘한 죽음 하늘 아래 가장 높게 솟은 새하얀 구멍 꼭대기에 대한 상상은 내겐 오래된 즐거움 
I love how during the song where Crystal keeps calling him Huckleberry Finn. Finn. Yeah, I can't help really it. hard. Because we're so much more used to Huckleberry Finn, Huckleberry Finn. Finn. Right. And then and then she said we she, she kept correcting me Huckleberry P. I was like, and I know that. <laughs> and then I said Huckleberry Pin. <laughs> Do you know where the name derives from? Like yeah, so obviously it comes from Huckleberry Finn, Finn okay. but then the P it's Huckleberry P. Pinodine? Uh, no, because uh, his, his real name is Park Sang Hyuk, ah, and it's the P from P Park, Park, the Park. That is the most uh, normal Korean name like that could possibly seriously. be. I love that. Well, that's, that's smart. It's witty. It okay. is. Mm-hmm. And I think it really shows like his identity as an artist. And mm-hmm. he, uh, in our interview, he was calling himself sort of the eternal kid because mm-hmm. he has that inside him. Mark, Mark, I was going to say Mark Twain. <laughs> no, um, so, Peter Pan? Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm like lost right now. Uh-huh. So he has that inside him. And, right. you know, lyrically, that's what he strives for to you know bring that inner kid out and never to lose that uh, so to speak and what's interesting about Huckleberry P and (laughs) Sulje you know they're uh, some of the most renowned uh, freestylers right. in Korea. But for Huckleberry P, he's also known for his performances. Mm. So he's, I think, one of the few underground hip-hop artists who have who has a, a sort of concert series and has of like their that own. stage presence power and ticket power. Yeah, he does. So he sold out Axel, I think, Whoa. recently. That's like 1,500 um, people. Yeah. Let me ask you a question mm-hmm. about Huckleberry P. Um, when he was on Mike Swagger, Swagger. I say Mick Jagger. Yes, <laughs> I'm so dying today. Uh, and he that episode five. five. Yes, yes. What was it though about it? I think Do you know the performance plus his voice plus his lyrics. Everything. What makes him stand out though as a performer? I think for I don't want to generalize, but for a lot of the artists who were on that, they uh, rapped pre-written verses but for him it was <gasps> on literally the on the spot just but how the free that, how would anybody know that though I know right? like, <laughs> I ripped up my papers before I went on stage it's you know? interesting like all the comments would be like is this pre-written or is this like, freestyle he thought about it right that's you know? true I think because it does take a lot of practice to be able mm-hmm. to spit something mm-hmm. out like that maybe it was spot. because of the situation and the stuff that he said was like real time mm-hmm. you know so there was no way that he could have written it because he couldn't you know when obviously he, see the future when he's on stage mm-hmm. though is there a different presence that he gives though like I mean is like he like aura, jumping up like, and down I mean yes. what is it about his performance that makes him so uh, stand out so much so I've been to many of his performances wow. and I think um the energy is incredible and mm. he's he literally uses the entire stage because oh, for some yes. artists they you know would stand in certain right. locations mm-hmm. and just move around but he uses the whole of the stage and he also plays a lot with water oh god so, I was about to ask him, yes. is he the water bottle throwing he guy he is he is <laughs> I would so, not want to be in the front row <laughs> right so um, a lot of the times it was interesting for me because when I was watching him perform mm-hmm. he would comment like you know put down your your cell phones or your iPads yeah. when you're taking photos <laughs> you know enjoy the show mm-hmm. like and uh, I think that's that's something like, put it away because yeah. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be water on right. it but so you need to take like a little 
little uh, zipper bag to put your stuff in. Smartphones <laughs> and your, your tablets away. Uh, uh, he's definitely somebody mm-hmm. who has a lot of energy and he, he continues to make music as Huckleberry P, but yes. also Pino Dine. Yes, also Pino Dine, a duo. duo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're both in Highlight Records. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so one thing about sort of his concert series, it's called Punjin, which is an alter ego. Right. So I think that shows another side of who he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Pino Dine, like their music, is different from what Huckleberry P does on his own? Definitely. Like oh. uh, just the sound wise and probably lyric wise as well. Interesting. So, he, so when he's doing Huckleberry P, it's a little bit more faith, it's a little bit more clean, mm-hmm. but when he does Pino Dine, he gets a little bit loose. more. I, I would say like the Pino Dine songs would be a little cleaner than oh. the. Deeper into like who he is. Well, tell us about uh, this next song that we're going to play, and then you also have a quote that you want to share. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next song we're playing is off of the Pinodyne album. Uh, it's their second album called Pinocchio. So they <laughs> they also do a play on words, right. <laughs> and the song is titled Sida, and it features Kim Sarang. Right. Sida means bitter. Yes. Something's bitter. So. Okay. So we're going to play that in a minute, but we do want to end with a quotation. Mm. Yes. So. Uh, this quotation is from Solji uh, during our interview, and it goes like this. When I started out as a freestyle rapper, I would practice seven, eight hours each day until my mouth would start to bleed. I'd always ask myself this question, will I be able to rap next year? Today, I live my life with a passion and determination that if I don't leave something memorable this year, I won't be able to continue my music next year. What a great way to keep pushing yourself every year. Right. Yes. right. Even though you've reached maximum success, it's just you just keep going. Wow. Mm. That's strong. Well, today for Let's Hip Hop, we broke down Soul J and Huckleberry mm. P. And we hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you again, Thank Kelly, you, so love. much for being a part of the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We're going to play Pino Dine. It's featuring Kim Sarang. It's called Sita. Bye, Kelly. Bye.